You are listening to episode number 16 of Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Make road trip learning fun, plus an exclusive sneak peek at my own Your Teacher Wins session. What if you could spend less time feeling overextended and more time doing the things you love? My name is Kelsey Sorensen, and I'm here to show you how to ditch the overwhelm, stress, and guilt that comes with juggling all the different roles you play. Mom, dad, husband, wife, teacher, friend, the list goes on. I'm a teacher and sub turned homeschool mom and self-help guru. On this podcast, we're all about helping teachers and parents like you work smarter, not harder, so that you can experience a life you love, a life that feels fulfilling, balanced, and full of joy. For more support and instant access to unlimited time-saving resources and teacher-focused life coaching, head to www.wifeteachermommy.com slash club. Let's get started with today's episode. I am so excited that it's summer because I just planned a super fun road trip to do with my family. And I know so many of us here are teachers and moms, and we also have some homeschool moms here. And we may have some teachers who are year round and still in school who could send some of these activities home too. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite road trip learning ideas. Also, I'm going to give you a sneak peek at what I will be talking about during one of my two sessions during Educate and Rejuvenate, and that will be at the second half of this episode. So make sure to stick around until the end, because I have some tips that you can put into place today that will help you celebrate your wins as a teacher and shift your mindset and perspective. So really today is kind of like two episodes in one because I've been interviewing so many amazing guests who are presenters at Educate and Rejuvenate happening on June 28th and 29th, 2022. And for that reason, I haven't had as much time to share my own information with you that I really want to share as well. So for this reason, I've even toyed around the idea of doing some double episodes later, two in a week during the summer or during back to school so I can keep interviewing guests because I love doing that, but also share my own tips with you as well. But I want to know what you want. So I would love if you would DM me on Instagram or send me an email and let me know if you'd like to see two episodes a week for maybe six weeks during the back to school season, or if you're good with just the one, let me know what you would prefer. You can find me at wife teacher mommy on Instagram. Okay, so let's get into the first topic that I'll be talking about today, which is the road trip ideas. I have some really fond memories of road trips growing up. So let me just share one story with you. And if you're on my email list, you might have read the written version of this story, but this is one where I think it'll be even more fun told in this podcast form. So one of my funniest memories from vacation was on our road trip from Utah to Colorado when I was a teenager. So we lived in Utah and I still do now, born and raised, but our trip was to Pagosa Springs, Colorado. And we went horseback riding, we visited Mesa Verde, we went to the hot springs, we went to the Four Corners, which is where you're like in four states at once. It was a great trip. But the whole trip, I was looking forward to the big release of a new book. It was the second in a series that I've been anxiously awaiting, and it came out on one the day we were driving home from the trip. Now, I'm going to let you wonder for a minute what that book was. And maybe you'll think about, oh, how old is she? Try to figure that out. I don't know. We'll see. I begged my dad to stop at a bookstore while we were on the drive back home because I just had to get my hands on this book. I've been anxiously waiting, telling all my friends about it. They're like, what is this book you're reading? They had no clue. 
But my parents were like, okay, let's stop and do this because they knew me. They knew that I loved reading and that if I had a book, I would stay engaged the entire time. The problem was when I got there, the bookstore clerk said, are you sure that's a real book? I don't think that's a real book. The title of that book was New Moon. And if you're listening, you probably know what this is. It's the second book in the Twilight Saga. And yes, I was a huge Twilight fan before anybody even knew what Twilight was. And yes, my millennial age is showing. I was a teenager obsessed with Edward Cullen. I was definitely Team Edward, although after watching the movies, I may have become more Team Jacob. Who knows? Luckily, I was right, and he found a copy for me, and I was on my merry way, and I didn't ask my dad and my stepmom how much longer we had until we got home. Not even one time, because I was so engaged in this story, which now when I think of New Moon, I'm like, oh, wow, it's like a depressed teenager getting super depressed over a boy. I'm like, wow, that's kind of not the best message, but I was super engaged in the book nonetheless. And I feel like that is the key with keeping kids happy during long road trips, finding something to keep them engaged so they don't realize the hours passing by. And it's even better if they can also be learning along the way too. So I'm going to share a few of my favorite ideas. Some you've probably heard of, but they'll be a good reminder and others will be new. So this is a great place to start before you head on your next trip with your children. And also teachers, if you are not a parent, These are things that you can send home, like in a letter to parents or whatever, for ideas for the kids to keep learning over the summer. Because as we talked about in one of my previous episodes, the summer slide can take away two months of learning. And so any way we can keep them engaged over the summer and help parents to do that is great. Okay, so first, one of my favorite ideas is a scavenger hunt. So one thing you can do for a road trip scavenger hunt is to have your children keep their eyes peeled for looking at all the different types of vehicles and even learning the makes and models of them. Like my children, my oldest, he's eight and he's starting to like, you know, get more interested in cars. His dad is interested in them. So if you're having your kids look at the make and models of cars, you could be like, okay, do you see a Tesla? How many Teslas do you see on the drive? How many Dodges? How many Chevys? How many Forens? You can also just do like more generic, like motorcycles, semi-trucks, bus, train, bicycle, blue car, police car, school bus, dump truck. And that can be a great way for them to identify different types of vehicles in their scavenger hunt. And then, of course, you can also do a vehicle color scavenger hunt, which can be great for the younger kids who are learning their colors. So have them keep track of how many cars of different colors they can find. And that can just keep them looking out of the window for hours, looking at all the different cars around them. Okay, so next we have a would you rather activity. So these are a lot of fun because basically these questions, you just come up with these ridiculous scenarios of like, which would you rather do? And I feel like these could, you know, start family conversations that could last like for hours because you could just keep talking about them. But of course, first you have to come up with these scenarios. So we have a bunch of these in our road trip activity packs, but I'm going to share a few of them with you today on the podcast. So here are a few fun examples. So the first one, and this is a good one, and actually one we've done on our Instagram before, but would you rather eat only pizza or only tacos? I'm like, oh my goodness, isn't that sad? Like I want to live with both pizza and tacos. Although if I had to pick personally, I would probably pick pizza. Some people probably think I'm crazy, but they're both so good. And here's another one. Would you rather never have to take a bath or never brush your teeth? That's a silly one, right? These are just kind of silly, really ridiculous, but they're a fun way to have a conversation as a family instead of just the, you know, oh, were we there yet? It's just like, you know, family bonding while passing the time on the road. And one more, would you rather be invisible or be able to climb walls? 
So just fun, silly questions like that, that you can even come up with just off the top of your head. Those are super fun. Another thing you can do is vehicle adjectives. So this is a learning activity where, again, we're back to looking at the vehicles, but you're coming up with different words to describe them. So not just colors, but that car looks old. That car is very shiny. That car looks very speedy. Just different adjectives that kids can come up with to describe the cars. And then that can teach them about what is an adjective. And you can even talk about what is an adverb, like how is the car moving? What's the difference between an adjective and an adverb? And these are conversations that you could have in the car with your children and keep them learning. Now, another activity where you're like, okay, I just need a break. I don't want to be having a conversation right now or whatever. You know, after a while, they just get kind of bored with that. A fun activity you can do that your kids can do more independently are Mad Libs. And we love these in my family. I actually recently bought my son. He has a Pokemon Mad Lib book that he absolutely loves. We got that on Amazon. I'll link to that in the show notes. And you can find themed ones for whatever your kids are into. So for example, you know, Pokemon is, was what my son was really into. And now I should probably look into something for like Minecraft or whatever, or princesses for my daughter. But also, I mean, if you're a teacher, those can get very expensive. We do have in our road trip ones, we have themed ones for our trips. We have like road trip Mad Libs. So you can check those out as well. The thing I love about Mad Libs or fill in the blanks as we call them, since Mad Libs is technically its own company. But any type of fill in the blank activities, they are teaching kids different parts of speech. They are learning about nouns, adverbs, verbs, adjectives, and they're learning how to properly use them in a sentence. And along the way, they're also reading, they're writing, and they are laughing all the way. So they are just a super fun activity that can keep kids happy in the car. So I'm all for that. I am interrupting this episode for just a moment to let you know about our virtual event that I want to invite you to this summer. It is called Educate and Rejuvenate, and you'll be hearing from amazing speakers such as Bree Richardson from Honest Teacher Vibes, Amber Harper from Burned In Teacher, Bryce Sizemore from The Teaching Texan, Sarah Marie from The Stellar Teacher, Heidi and Emily from Second Story Window, Amy Nielsen from Planning Playtime, and so many more amazing speakers. And of course, yours truly. Plus, there will be bonus live segments with our presenters, group life coaching with Chrissy Nichols, and even fitness classes to do with your teacher friends. And you'll get all of this for just five bucks. That's why I mean it when I say this is going to be the education event of the year, because it is going to help you not only with your teaching, but to help you feel rejuvenated and ready to take on the next school year. Head over to the show notes or go to educateandrejuvenate.com to grab your ticket. Another thing I love that I actually kind of talked about in that summer learning episode a few weeks ago is logic puzzles. My kids really just love these. They're so fun. And I think at some point we'll have to make a resource of just these, but you can find some on Amazon. Also, we have them in those word chip packs. One that we have is like this license plate has five letters and one number. The first letter is F. The last letter is Y. The second letter is an A. And it goes on until they are able to figure out the logic puzzle. So those are a lot of fun. And then another thing that students can do is journal. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times we don't take the time to write about what we're doing. And if you're driving on your way to or from a road trip, you're likely making a lot of memories. So this is a great time for students, especially if you're on your way back from your road trip, to write about what they did during the trip. And this can be in any notebook or in their journal if they have a journal. If you can get them started on it, especially if they're older, like upper elementary, they can really keep going with it like longer than they'll think. It's really just getting them started and then they'll just want to go on and on and on 
And they can do this with like narrative too, like write a story and like draw pictures to go with it. For younger kids who can't write yet, they can just draw pictures of what they did on the trip. And that is perfect. And then last, but certainly not least, is a good book. And that kind of ties back to the beginning where I was talking about my new moon book that I just had to get on the road trip. And I think every child should have a good book that they want to read on a road trip because, you know, at the end of the day, those can keep you entertained the longest, I feel like. But these activities are also a really, really fun way to mix it up and just have a lot to do in the car. So kids look forward to their learning activities. They have like a vacation resources that they can use, whether you grab so on Amazon or our activity packs. These ideas will really help you on your next road trip. And if you're a club member, remember that you have unlimited downloads. So you can take advantage of that and be sure to download our road trip activity packs. Everything I mentioned in here, besides the book, obviously, and so much more is included in these road trip packs. And if you're not in the club and you're not quite ready to join yet, you want to test the waters of our resources before getting the full-blown amazing experience that comes with being a Wife Teacher Mommy Club member, we just posted a brand new growing bundle. So if you're listening to this live in June of 22 when this episode comes out, you're going to want to check it out because it is going to go up in price fast. It's a super quick one. You'll get the resources hitting the road for road trips, taking flight for airplane trips, or setting sail for cruises. Isn't that adorable? My team came up with those names and they're just doing a fabulous job at creating these resources. And we just care about all of you so much. Okay, so I hope you find these helpful for your summer road trip plans. To recap those quick, the ideas were doing a scavenger hunt, such as types of vehicles, makes and models of vehicles, or colors of vehicles. Would you rather questions? Those are coming up with ridiculous questions that you can do that ask and start family conversations on the road. Vehicle adjectives to describe the vehicles around you. Mad libs, which help learn all different kinds of parts of speech and get kids laughing. Logic puzzles, which get kids thinking and having fun. A journal to practice writing and remembering all of your fun memories on the trip. And last but not least, a good book. So that is all for the road trip segment. But I'm not going to leave you hanging with my promise at the beginning of this episode either. I want to dive in right now and share what I'm going to be sharing in my first session at Educate and Rejuvenate. Now, the title is a work in process at the time I'm recording this episode, and I'm sure by the time it airs, I will have a title, but it's going to be all about looking at your wins as a teacher, celebrating your success and measuring yourself from there instead of a constantly moving goalpost. Because our natural inclination as people, just as humans in general, is that as soon as we hit a goal or as soon as we achieve something, we immediately look at the next thing we're wanting to do, and we don't take the time to stop and take a moment to look at what we just did, what we just accomplished. You're always trying to get from here to there, but you never actually arrive since the goalpost just keeps moving and moving and you don't take the time to celebrate where you came from. And I think that's kind of sad because I think we should be celebrating ourselves along the way. But the truth is we all can find ourselves doing this. It's human nature. The key is to bring awareness to it and make a shift in your thinking when it is happening. But I will be the first to admit that that isn't always easy. And it's especially not an easy habit to start if you haven't been doing it. If you're familiar with my podcast, you probably heard I have worked with a life coach for a few years. I started that in 2019. And my coach always had me start our sessions with sharing my wins. And sometimes I was going in, I felt like I had all these problems I wanted to talk about. And I was like, why are we wasting time looking at my wins? I have all these problems. We need to just get to that. I don't have time for this. But Over time, I realized just how important it is because if you're only looking at the negative things, you're not looking at how far you've come, your wins, and those can actually put 
what you consider problems into perspective. Like, oh, yeah, I have this I need to figure out, but I figured out this thing already. So I know I can figure this out, you know? So I realize now how important that is. And I actually just talked to our coach, Chrissy, and wife, teacher, mommy club, because I want to make sure we start incorporating owning our wins to the beginning of our club coaching calls as well. So we can celebrate together. But what got me really passionate about this topic in 2022 is a book that I read, and it is called The Gap and the Gain. And it is written by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And they even have an awesome story they share about a teacher, which I don't have time to share here today. But it's in the book. And if you want to check it out, I will link to the book in the show notes in our Amazon list. But the gist of the book is instead of looking at all the areas you feel like you are failing, look at how far you've come. In fact, once upon a time, your goal, your end goal, your goalpost was to become a teacher. You hadn't even started your classes yet. But now here you are, you're a teacher. You're literally at the goalpost that you set for yourself once upon a time, but now you're looking for how you can improve. And that's a good thing because we want to improve. But just notice that. Bring awareness to that and that you were already there. You're already where you wanted to be. And now you're just going to continue and grow from that place of already being there. So beating yourself up isn't going to help you reach your goals as a teacher. Like it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you get better at classroom management or organization or teaching kids in a different way or differentiating to all the different levels or dealing with problem behaviors that you may not have experienced before. Beating yourself up is not going to help you with that. But feeling confident I think that could help you. It would help you at least give you the confidence that you can figure out the solution to that problem. So I'm going to be talking all about this during my session at Educate and Rejuvenate. But for today, I want to share something that I've been doing that has been extremely helpful. So every night before going to bed, I write down three wins that I'm going to have the next day. And now the very important part of this is that it is only three, not like three for work, three for personal. No, three total. And they should be things that you will not have a problem hitting, such as organizing one drawer, planning a lesson for the next day, and closing my exercise ring on my Apple Watch. And it's going to be hard because there are always more than three things I actually want to accomplish that day. And sometimes, like, you know, there's a different balance. Sometimes you have two for work and one for personal, and sometimes the other way around, or sometimes it may all need to be for work. But that's just where you find that balance in the day to day. Narrow it down to three. I know that's going to be difficult, but you can do it. Then the next night, I get to open that journal again and look at those three things that I wrote down. And because I could only pick three and I had to really narrow it down to the very top priorities, I nearly always have hit all three. Or if I didn't, there was a very genuine reason. So I get to verify that most likely I did hit those wins. And in fact, I actually did more than that because usually I did. So then I get to be like, oh yeah, I did all those and I did this and this and this. And then you just feel like, wow, I did even more. And then you come up with three more for the next day. And as you keep this going every day, you'll be able to constantly see all the ways you're winning and the momentum builds. So you feel more and more confident in your abilities and all the things that you are accomplishing each day. The thing I love about this concept is you could even do this with your own children or with your students so they can learn this concept at a young age. Because for me, you know, as a late 20s, when I first started working with a coach, it was so uncomfortable for me to look at my wins. What if as a child... I would have been doing that all along. And, you know, I feel like stuff like that would really help society today. So I try to ask my kids, like, what is a big win that you had today to get them in that mindset? And this is something you can do with your own children or with your class. And really, the reason I picked this topic for one of my sessions for Educate and Rejuvenate and why I am listing this as one of the first sessions you'll see during the event is because if you're like me, 
When you listen to a lot of podcasts or especially attend a conference such as Educate and Rejuvenate, you feel so refreshed and have a ton of great ideas and you just feel jazzed up right after the event. But then reality sets in and you realize that there's no way you can possibly achieve everything you want all at once. So this session will help you go into the event with the right mindset and all the tools you need to live in what Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan call the gain and the gap. And what they mean by the gain and the gap is the gap is when you are measuring yourself from the future where you want to be. You're like, I am here and this is where I want to be and I'm not measuring up. And if you're looking at it from the gain, you are looking at yourself based on the past. So I was here, here I am now. So you're in the exact same spot. It's just the perspective from which you're looking at it. And in both, you're wanting to improve, but one is from a place of gain. It's like, oh, wow, from a place of abundance. You're like, oh, wow, I can look at how much I've already achieved. Now I can, from there, achieve even more instead of, oh, look where I want to be. I'm not there yet. My class is still having problems or my organization is so sloppy or my kids away homeschool. They're just not getting this. It's like, hey, look, I am in a classroom. I am homeschooling my kids. And now from here, I can get even better. So looking at it from that perspective. So I hope you'll join me at this session because I want you to learn how to really apply this concept. So if you're a member of the club or if you already snagged your ticket, make sure that you watch this session and connect with me during the event in the Facebook group and let me know how you're going to apply what you learn. And if you aren't in the club yet or you don't have a ticket, simply go to educateandrejuvenate.com where you can grab a ticket for just five bucks. It's less than a latte. It's so cheap, actually, that I recently did a funny video for some Facebook and Instagram ads throwing some of the mindless things we regularly spend $5 on, like a pack of crayons or a drink or a toothpaste or another teacher mug for your collection. But this is $5 that will make the biggest difference for you. So be sure to head on over there or the link is in the show notes to check it out. Now, that's all I have for today since this basically has already been two episodes on two different topics in one. But I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you here on the podcast next week when I will be interviewing Kristen Donegan about classroom organization and systems. She will also be at Educate and Rejuvenate. So this will give you a great sneak peek at her session. It is such a great episode. So don't miss it. Thank you for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, then you're going to love Wife Teacher Mommy Club where you'll have access to every single resource we've ever created for grades pre-K through sixth. Plus, we add new resources every single month. And these aren't just any resources. They are high quality, created by a team of teachers who know exactly what you need. Whether you're a teacher or a homeschool parent, Wife Teacher Mommy Club will significantly cut down on your planning time, giving you hours back every single week to do the things that bring you joy. If that's not enough to convince you to join, you'll also have access to our private Facebook group where you can connect with teachers from all over the world, weekly club giveaways, and our newest edition, life coaching. All of this for less than $30 a month? I know, it's craziness. So what are you waiting for? Join us in the club at www.wifeteachermommy.com club. The moment you do, you'll have instant access to hundreds of tools that you can use for every kind of learner in your classroom. No more endless scrolling for lesson ideas and no more paying every time you need a teaching resource. Push that easy button and join at wifeteachermommy.com slash club. I'll see you here next week.